to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 289 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome back. Welcome back. Chris has made an appearance. Um, <laughs> Sam's been sitting here in the cold for a while waiting for me. What's been happening this week? Um, well, I had a bit of a help out with the um, Ahikumako uh, startup incubator yesterday, helping people. Um, actually, it's amazing when you realize that you're really good at something and you just forget that not everybody else can do it. Just putting oh. words together, honestly. Really? Because oh, time honestly. management's out the window. Oh, no, that's, that's, that's <laughs> something not different. something I'm good at. <laughs> so this start- that's not something I've ever said I'm good at. Oh, true. So the Startup Incubator yep. is part of Te Wananga Aotearoa. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. And they have these. These happen all the time, eh, currently? Sort well, this of. is the same group. Oh, from, it is the same group. Um, whatever. So when I went and did it. Uh, a while whatever, ago. A while ago. Before COVID? Yeah, before COVID. Yeah. Um, that was them going into the program. Ah, and so this is them. I think they graduate tomorrow or this weekend. Or so it sounds really good because they go through this whole process. Yeah. Do you have to be of Maori descent, or is there something with the tribe in there? I'm just wondering about that. I don't I th- know. I think it certainly helps, but I don't know. I don't okay. Know off the top of my head. So you go in and you were helping them. I know you've helped them. Was this the pitch help? So this one they were doing a video. That's right. And so uh, the only problem was I'm I'm doing thirty minutes with them just before they go f- they go from me to the video, and it's mm, not, not ideal. I- not ideal. We've not decided ideal. we did a debrief and went mm, yeah no they need more time. Oh but, that's but, cool. Yeah, that's cool. It, we was, had a it was it was a lot about you know they have big waffly stories and I'm just chopping it chopping, it, chopping it, down, it down yeah making it uh, yeah. impactful little sound bites so I don't, I don't care when you grew up and you're a child and you thought about something in the past oh but I will tell you this so we 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 did that I was pretty much an all day thing had dinner there then we went into town to Victor's Victor's karaoke I'm going to Victor's to do the karaoke does that still exist Victor's is above so you might be thinking of Billy's yeah, I think that was... Yeah, that's still there. Okay. Because uh, half of us went, oh, we're going to Billy's. No, no, it's Victor's. So we go to um, upstairs on the Le Grand. So you go in the side oh, yep. side road yep. where Collingwood Street, is it? Yeah, I think yep, it is. Yep. Yep. Go up there and you go up the top. And I'm like, oh, okay, so there's a bar and there's a restaurant and stuff. we got a private room. Walk in there and there's this... Because I got there a bit late. I came here and yep. you know, um, walked up. Um, and there's just a... A bunch of people in a in a big square watching these two TVs in the seediest room. It looked like where's the stripper? It looked like that sort of room with a um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you mirror ball? Guarantee and, the oh my I God. guarantee the floor sticky. <laughs> oh no, it was terrible. I, I I did sing a couple of songs, so uh, ended up singing you know Billy Joel, Piano Man, and Sweet Child of Mine from Guns N' Roses. It was great. Actually, that just remind that, that leads into something. It's uh, where is it? Uh, damn it! I didn't save it because I just didn't think of it. But there's um, a guy, and I assume there's more than one. But there's one guy, and he strips the music out of songs. Yeah, and it's really strange uh, to listen so, to. So all you've got is the lyrics. 
Yeah. So but- like the o- opposite of a karaoke. Yes, it's yes. the opposite. Yes. Oh, okay, cool. I gotcha. But the one is, uh, what's another Billy Joel song? I'm trying uh, to think. I'm sure it's one of his songs I'm thinking Uptown of. Uptown Girl. Yeah. So Uptown oh, yeah. <laughs> Uptown Girl, uh, I'll play it for you after this. Uh, yeah. Actually, I might insert it in here as well because it's just so weird. <laughs> Cause without any music. Without any music. Because you just hear them going at the start because they're in that they pull into that mechanic say hey? yeah yeah and then he's just singing and it's really it's really unsettling <laughs> yeah well i'll tell you what my karaoke was pretty unsettling so. <laughs> but had you had a few drinks by the time you were karaoke karaoke a, a little bit but not nearly oh, enough. not enough needed <laughs> no it was good we but we had to be out of there by 10 so didn't have time to Oh, oh! Like, was it booked till ten? Yeah, or they? Oh, okay. like I think so. Because they will have a, a full-on program. They are up at seven o'clock this morning out the lake doing their run before they do their. Um, oh, that's do right. Their walk before they do their uh, get into their day. Very good. I bet she never had a backstreet guy. I bet her mama never told her why. I'm gonna try for an uptown girl. She's been living in her white bread. White bread world. As long as anyone thought would can. Now she's looking for oh, dear a downtown dog. That's what I am. So just, anyway, so that's what I've been up to. What have you been up to? Uh, just work and updating op shops. I've up. I'm currently at 200 I've updated. Out of 600, was it? Uh, almost 700. Oh, okay. So, a couple more to go. <laughs> Just uh, keep you guys up to date if you're wondering. <laughs> yeah. Field Days is happening uh, this week, coming up. Uh, what, what day does it start? It's Wednesday. Uh, start oh, I think it might be Monday. Monday, Wednesday. Oh, I don't know. I get so many emails from them. But you can sign up and register. No, and I then... think you're right. I think it is Monday. Because normally it's a Wednesday yeah. to Saturday. That's yes. what I'm thinking. But, but it's Monday for two right. weeks. Three I think weeks? Three weeks, maybe, three weeks. whatever. I think it's three weeks. There was a few people losing the plot online because when you sign up, field days, rightly so, ask you for a secure password, which has to be 12 characters or more long with a number. And these people are like, what? This is stupid. I tried signing up four times, and if I did it the fifth time, I was not going to register. Like, honestly, because people use the one password all the time. If you're one of those people, I seriously uh, suggest you look at what you're doing. Yeah, if you are one of those people, go get KeyPass or, you know, one of those other, Ditchlane or... Bitwarden's the other one. Yeah. Um, Yeah, there's a few. There's a few of them. Get one of those. And then you can remember your one password to get into that. I, I suspect you need a better one. Yeah, you need I to would. Change it you might need an actual one, secure but one. But have one password for that, and then you've got all the others. All Very good. good, yes. Speaking of which, just before, this is why I was a bit late down here, um, I had change, I, I had got an offer for a free prize from Psyonix on my Steam, and I went, and I get these all the time, I keep forgetting about them, so I was like, oh. Oh, hang on, so Psyonix got- is a game company? Psyonix is the Rocket League game company. Oh, okay, so yes. So it says, you won a prize. And normally I don't see the pop-up because it's behind the game. 
and it's only available for five minutes. This time it popped up before I started the game. So I was like, all right. So I clicked on it, it opens the website. I'm like, cool. And then it goes, um, log in. And so I logged in. It pops up. Oh, it auto-completed the login. Uh-huh. And it says, this is the wrong account or password. I'm like, bugger. Okay. So I went through the whole process of changing my password and all the rest of it. Yeah. And then I logged in again. I got to claim the prize. Which time, was? Uh, I, I don't know. It was some sort of... It was an in-game thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. in-game thing. I haven't looked at it yet. Um, and then when I got to my game, I've lost all my gear. <laughs> it was like I was a, a, a different person. I had a different car and everything. I was like... Uh, so I'm going to sort that out when I finish this game. So yeah, one account has all your that. stuff on it and one new account, which you've just sort of changed. No, nah, I don't think so. I think because it did come up saying, this is a new IP address. Are you the same person or play on this computer or play remotely? And I'm like, what? Play oh. on this computer. But I think maybe if I log out, which I have now, logged out and log back in, I'll be all right. Hopefully. Uh, fingers crossed. Hopefully. Hey, uh, 4th of July has been happening or had happened since the last episode. And... Uh, couple of things have happened, Chris. One, Joey Chestnut broke his world uh, record for eating the most amount of hot dogs in 10 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah, so he... So I saw part of this on in the locker rooms at the gym this week. Oh, cool, yeah. Because they had a chick, a chick, and she was gobbling. Yeah, and so... And she wasn't... Sorry, I, I know this probably sounds bad, but she wasn't a big fat chick. She was pretty... No, these guys have got really fast metabolisms, usually. Yeah, and they um, stretch their stomachs out with water, and, you were saying the other day. Yeah, think, and yeah. The, the woman, I'm assuming it's the same one, she competes all the time. She holds records for, like, chicken wings and all sorts of other things. Joey Chestnut, I didn't realise he was only 36. I thought he was a bit older. Uh, he broke his two, 2018 record... He managed to do 75 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes. And if you ever watch this, because it used to be on like ESPN 5 yeah, so or this whatever. Was ESPN. But of course, there's no soccer or anything. No. So it's, just it's probably on the main one now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's no um, no members of the public for that competition. Yeah, and, no, he said, yeah, and he no said it was real weird. Um, yeah, because they come out with their mask on and take the mask off and then it start going. Yeah, and they and just like push it down, drink the water, soak yeah, the thing. Oh, there's a guy terrible. behind him with the mask old guy looks like 70 and he's like just making sure she hates it and it's just like oh my yeah, god yeah because there's usually people counting with the boards i didn't see that but not in the shot that i was looking yeah at, so that's crazy and the other thing is there was a bit of um bit of problem in slovenia the amazing melania trump statue which we've talked about in the past caught on fire and apparently got disfigured it was already disfigured but so somebody set it on fire? Oh, Are they it was it uh, no, it was something to do with the celebrations. I think they just got carried away, possibly with Fourth of July. <laughs> a fireworks landed on it, but the the uh, sculptor guy decided to remove it. Well, it says here it was torched, so I'm assuming that was just yeah. Oh dear, it was blackened and disfigured. Could have made it better. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, that's true. That's Here's true. a story from Only in Australia. This guy got pulled over for speeding. He's yep. doing 123 kilometers in a 100k zone. And they said, what's going on? And he said, I've been fighting off a snake <laughs> while I've been driving. And he couldn't slow down because he was fighting it with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> there was a snake in the car to, to prove this? 
So, a brown snake or a tiger snake, it's in the back of the ute, he says, mate. It's in the ute with me. I think it's bitten me. It came up through the gear stick, and he started trying to attack it with a knife and the seatbelt, and uh, they went to the back of the ute, and it was there. And it started wrapping around his legs and all sorts, and uh, it's one of the most poisonous um, snakes in the world. Yeah. And it was uh, super terrifying. He had not been bitten. He probably just scratched himself or something. He was in shock. And um, yeah, well, it he does- was freaking that out. I would. Think. Yeah, it doesn't have the most deadly venom, but it is very aggressive and it's responsible for more deaths each year than any yep. of the others. So, yeah, uh, they were like, OK, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> You're off the speeding ticket. That's yeah. pretty good. That's oh, my God. That's, that's a story that's that he's going to tell. Yeah, forever. That, that guy never At the needs pub. to buy a drink again. Yeah, tell in the his story life. about the snake. <laughs> well, it came out and it, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. So um, I'm going to talk a little bit about my favourite person. <laughs> I know you've only got the one thing here. I think. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's okay. So have you heard about too much and never enough? Is that the name of that book? It's the name of the new book, Mary Trump's new book, which is his niece. It's his niece. Okay. So there's a couple of things. First of all, I want to give you some background most people won't know. So Buckle in. <laughs> the Art of the Deal was written by Tony Schwartz as the ghostwriter for Donald Trump. Yes, right. that's right. So I remember seeing a an interview with Tony Schwartz. I think it was around the time Donald Trump was first getting into the election thing, now, before he was elected yeah. into the campaign. So 2015, 2016. And he was going on, he said, Tony Schwartz said, oh, that was the worst job I've ever done in my life. Oh, of he course. He said he had to go and do this thing. So he says, I'll, I'll interview Donald Trump and I'll find out. He says, the guy's like, you can't interview. He's, he's got nothing. There's nothing for him to say. So oh, he wow. said, I just wrote this book and then slapped his name on it, effectively. Did he, did, did, does that mean Trump has to okay it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Trump signed, had to okay it. Off on so, it yeah. But he was like, the guy wouldn't give me anything. He was just hopeless. Like, he couldn't continue a conversation. You'd ask, he didn't like answering questions. You'd no, ask no. him two questions, and then he'd go off on a ramble about something else. Yeah, of course. And he just said it was doing my head in. Um, this is what I remember of this interview for a few years ago. Anyway, so when he – the book came out, and it did really, really well, obviously, right? Yeah. So Trump goes, right, we want to do a follow-up book. Um, you know, a, yeah. next the next book, whatever. Because I think he ended up doing four or five books. All with this one guy? No, Trump did. Okay. But, but yeah, so, and t- Tony went, nah, I'm out. I ain't doing it. I'm out. I'm not doing yeah. it, right? Okay, good. Um, and guess who they got to do it? The second book. I don't know. Someone famous? Mary Trump. Oh. Yeah. See, most people don't know that. But she tried it. Cause, so Tony turned it down. Um. Donald went to Mary. Mary said, yeah, I'll do it. I think it was about six months later she gave up. Oh, she's okay. She's like, nah, no. <laughs> I can't do this. She's, yeah, so she's a... She's pretty highly qualified in whatever yeah, she does, eh? She's a clinical psychologist. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. Which is what, what makes her. So anyway, so she's put out this book now. Yeah. Basically saying that, nah, Trump's a traumatized rich kid with daddy issues. Yes. He lies for pleasure, and there's a few stories about him lying. He lies when he knows he's lying, and he knows one person in the room knows he's lying, and he watches them and goes with the lie and sees if they'll go along with the lie. 
this is in family situations. <laughs> like, because I think I, I heard a snippet from somebody, and I think it was something along the lines of, yeah, um, yeah, no, she, when she had uh, alcohol and drug issues, and it was talking about either Mary or Mary's mum. Yeah. And they had never had alcohol or drug issues. And Trump's just looking at them to see if he's gonna, they're going to uh, argue him on this. Yeah. It was like, it's oh, just man. weird. So it, one of the things that was interesting, too, was another biographer of the Trump said this. And I thought this was really, really uh, puts the thumb on a few things. So Fred Trump started with nothing and wanted to be rich. Yeah. You know, and got rich. Donald Trump started rich and wanted to be famous. Uh, so he just worked to be famous. Yeah. Right. Cost him a lot of money. <laughs> yes. Um, Ivanka and the boys have grown up rich and famous. Ah. Uh, and they want to be powerful. Ah, uh, okay. Interesting. And, and when you think of it like that, it's like, yeah, you can see what they're doing. Um, but yeah, so um, too much and never enough sounds interesting. Probably the one thing that most people have heard by now is the um, the whole thing about Trump paying other people to take his SAT so he can get into university because he couldn't do the test himself. Oh, I hadn't heard that one. Real? No, seriously. Oh. And then um, the the White House is of all the stuff that's the one he's focused on. That's not true. Yeah. It's such a, yeah. Anyway, um, I don't think I'd be buying the book, but it sounds interesting. Very good. Uh, people have been trying to get out of quarantine left, right, and centre last couple of days because they're all idiots. Uh, one dude went missing for 70 minutes in Auckland, roaming around. And turns up positive. Yep. Ended up in the supermarket. Then the supermarket got given wrong information, so they sort of opened again and then reclosed. Uh, Jesus. So that's not good. But the dude was already there for a little while. Uh, like, he only had a couple... I'm sure he had... Um, anyway... It was like a 10-minute walk to the supermarket, and he went for 70 minutes, and they're trying to figure out where exactly he went. Apparently, he did a special interview or what you know, exclusive interview with the Herald, I think it was, and said he was really upset and all about the whole thing. Well, he shouldn't have left the freaking hotel. Um, I saw... He shouldn't be letting the fucking... <clears throat> oh, sorry, I'm getting angry. It's like 18 staff had to be put into um, self-isolation. At the supermarket. At the supermarket. Uh, and I saw something randomly on Twitter. I'm never on there, but basically Patrick Gower was in that supermarket or something, I think. And so he self-isolated and then announced to the world that he did not have it. And everybody was just roasting the crap out of him on Twitter. <laughs> like, it's okay. How many Patty Gowers is it to, uh, yeah, they were using him as a gauge on how bad it was. And a guy, uh, a day later or two days later, escaped from the Hamilton, one of the Hamilton ones, and uh, he went through a fence or cut through a fence, and he was there for 10 days. He only had four to go. He went to an alcohol store, wandered around, went back again. Uh, so all these places are going to have at least one cop there 24 hours a day, and there's a third one being opened. In why, ha- why can't we – don't we have room in prisons for these guys? No, we'd be overcrowded there. I, I honestly thought it would be a lot better with the uh, Air Force slash whoever was looking after it all, but I don't know. No, they, they need to put them on a base where they can't go anywhere. Exactly. It needs to be like a, a, an army base. Air Force or whatever, space, Air yeah. Air Force base. Totally. Or, 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 or literally, I, I'm not joking, a prison or something. Because obviously you can't trust these people. No. I don't know. I don't get it. Like, I would be quite happy to go, okay, I've got my Kindle. 
No, these, you know what yeah, I mean. They're just and and apparently they do bring you some wine and stuff that because I would be suffering if I didn't have some of that. But you know, um, yeah, oh, like in the grand scheme of things, it's fourteen days of just sitting around. Like you, you could deal with it. Hell yeah, I could deal with months of doing that. Honestly, uh, I think I actually just uh, I just forgot what I was going to say. Oh, talking about the uh, New Zealand's military and stuff. So every now and then you'll see a lot of army trucks driving all around the place and they'll be moving stuff around. And they're very distinct that they are... Mogs. Yeah, yeah. The unimogs and things like that and all sorts of stuff driving around. The other day I was driving on the motorway and there was like two crappy looking white maybe Fuzos or Nissans or something. I don't know what. They were like little crappy trucks, but they had all sorts of weird signage on the back. Like one was radioactive and one had explosives and one had something else. And I'm like... This is interesting. And they, and there was three of them in the end driving a convoy and you drive past and it had um it had some weird wording and then it just had navy. And it was like the little crappiest trucks I've ever seen and these were navy guys driving around doing something. Well, navy trucks have to be small to fit on the boat so they can go up and down on the deck. Maybe well <laughs> I, I think they've spent oh, all their money on I the no boat. Yeah, no idea. So um, <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. So uh, I don't have anything else. That's right. Mm. If you were going to buy something, it, I, so I saw this is a Kickstarter thing that I saw. I tried finding some interesting stuff, but to be honest, most of the stuff on Kickstarter at the moment is okay. I didn't find anything too weird, but I did find this really. It was terrible pitch, terrible copy. Like the guy had obviously just done it all himself. Yeah. And for some reason, when. If you were to think of something like an heirloom thing to pass down to generations, what would you pick? If you, if you just like now, usually like a trinket, a, a, a jewelry piece. Yeah, um, okay. You know, a hair comb. What uh, about? Yeah. Let me pitch this to you, and I don't even know how much it's going for because I do not care that much. <laughs> how about a tape measure? Okay. This guy has made this tape measure which looks like it's being milled out of a solid block of aluminium or something. And the big thing is, it's got a replaceable blade. Because that's a thing apparently people need. Uh, and On a tape measure? Yeah, well, when it wears out, eventually, if you use it all the time. But then you oh, can, the end, the hook thing on the end. Well, tape measures wear out eventually. Um, but yeah. But is that what you're talking What's the blade? What's the, oh, the whole thing. The whole tape measure that comes out. Oh, oh, the tape itself. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. It's replaceable. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing. Because it's an heirloom and you can pass it down to... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm missing something. Uh, you're not missing... No, no. You're, you're not missing anything. It's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. The video basically doesn't really show anything. Like, he's got this one mock-up image and then the video's nothing. Um, so where is this guy based? What is? I don't know, but um, he's got 51 days to go. We'll have the link in the show notes, of course, at thechristensandpodcast.com. He's got 10 backers. I don't know. They've they've pledged 3,000 New Zealand dollars already. There doesn't seem to be a goal. Can you do that? I don't know. Anyway, this guy's built this tape measure. Apparently he wants to hand it down. I thought it was a bit strange. There we go. There we go. Well, um, I did actually do something else yesterday. I pitched a new podcast. You pitched a new podcast to the people that... Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, and it sounds pretty positive. So uh, I've got to get some figures together for them and uh, see if we can get a podcast. Cool. With sponsorship that actually pays for us to do some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. 
anyway. Talking about podcasts, there's a new one you should check out, Chris. It's called Guru. Oh, yeah. Actually, I've got one to share as well. Uh, it's by Wondery. It's a six-episode uh, podcast, and I think they've only dropped like four. This is the same guys that did the Joe Exotic uh, podcast. Oh, okay. Which is pretty good. Now, this is all about a guy named, I've never heard of before, but James Arthur Ray. Oh, yes. I know James Arthur Ray. Yeah. So, it's all about <laughs> him. And, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So, he's the Oprah-endorsed self-help dude who's tied in with The Secret. Yeah. Uh, from what I learned. Yes, I And, uh, yeah. Four I episodes. Think I may have one of his books. Oh, <laughs> I'd be surprised <laughs> if you didn't have more than one. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so uh, four episodes are out, two more to go. Check that out. It's a bit crazy. Definitely will. I definitely will. Uh, I've got one that's a little less crazy. It's not crazy. It's it's really good. It's called Cautionary Tales with Tim Harford. Okay. So Tim Harford did the- That name sounds familiar. Tim Harford did the- 50 Inventions that Changed the World oh, yeah, or yeah, something, yeah, something yeah, like that. With the BBC. He did that with the BBC. He's doing this one with uh, Pushkin, which is run by Ma- Malcolm Gladwell. Oh, and okay. has uh, uh, Michael Lewis and stuff on it. Okay. And there's quite a few good Pushkin ones coming out. So Cautionary Tales is almost like a cross between the... Um, um, yep. Oh, God, what's his name? <laughs> that one. Uh, which one? Podcaster. The short, short... Short podcasts. Micro. Micro's ones. Yeah. So it's a sort of a tale, but he weaves these different tales together and there's a meaning behind it. And they're about, I think they're about so, 30, 40 minutes long, these things. So it's like a fable type tale. No, it's a or, real It's, it's a, a real, real thing. It's a real story, but it, he he definitely- um, Creative license Creates on the, the story because you have different voices pop in and stuff as the oh. characters in it, Re- really briefly. But it's really well done. Um, so I've listened to three or four now. So the first ones I listened to were the Seven Sisters. So this big oil tanker, uh, the guy wakes up um, after a shift and the crew are like, oh, we're drifting off. Oh, we won't tell him. And he's decided he's going to go down this one channel, which is too narrow for the yeah, of course. And then he's got two hours to change direction. And, and it just goes through the whole thing and what actually happened in the end. And, and then he goes through the psychology of why that happened. It's, oh, it's really cool. So is the psychology thing always part of the story? or is um, it, it? Well, it's I'm, a cautionary tale. So it, it tells oh, okay. you why that uh, oh, right. always happens. It's, it's, it's very cool. It, uh, the icon is like some books on a bookshelf um, from the spine. Cautionary Tales with Tim Harford. So I definitely recommend that, particularly if you like um, uh, like Mike Rowe's uh, podcast. Um, yeah, it says, we tell our children unsettling fairy tales to teach them valuable life lessons, but these cautionary tales are for the education of the grown-ups, and they're all true. Yeah. So, yeah, very yeah, good. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. I have but subscribed. I'll have, a, I'll, have a, I'll, have a, I'll get into that guru one as well. It's, yeah, it's check that out. And uh, if you want to check out any of our episodes, make sure to just find us on all the podcasting apps, the Chris and Sam podcast. Actually, yes. if you're already listening to it, I'm assuming you've already found it. Yeah, uh, but make tell, sure to- tell a friend. Yep, tell a friend. I think that's the thing. Um, word of mouth advertising, if that's what you want to call it, or marketing or whatever Skinny calls it. Um, <laughs> friendvertising. Friendvertising, that's the one. Um <laughs> Yeah, so tell a friend, and if there's a podcast that you think we should listen to, hit us up. Uh, There's not usually enough time in the day to listen to all the podcasts that are on my phone at the moment. I um, know, I know. I have been catching up a lot over the whole COVID time working at Gilmore's doing stuff that's 
mind-numbingly boring. Yeah. So I've been listening to a lot while I'm there. So I I don't think you were allowed up. to wear or listen to stuff I'm anymore. I'm allowed those little headphones. Oh, okay. Not the big ones. Yeah, fair enough. It's weird so though. I, I take two of the little ones to work every day and switch them out. Oh, right. Because yeah, they don't have they the power to last eight hours. No. They last about four hours each. Very good. So, yeah. Uh, but I don't get overwhelmed with all the stuff sitting here, which I find interesting with the podcast. Sometimes with TV shows, you're sometimes like, oh, I really want to watch that thing. Yeah. Podcast, nah. Yeah. That's yeah. good. And I'm always, sometimes I'll binge listen to something for days on end, and then I'm going to switch that out for something else. Yeah. No, I to- totally, because I haven't listened to Masters of Scale for ages. Yeah. And they're really good, but they can be a bit... Yeah. So uh, let us know. Uh, leave us a review. I think you can leave a review on our Facebook page. Actually, would be pretty handy. Just yeah. go to the facebook.com forward slash Chris Sam podcast. And uh, yeah. yeah. Also, uh, oh, we should mention what that thing was. Uh, this morning, obviously, I posted you wearing your special hat. Oh, gee, I forgot about the hat. So that actually arrived just before the last episode. And we forgot to, to mention it. So one day we were looking through... Uh, AliExpress, this is in the middle of lockdown, and uh, Sam, I said to Sam, look at that, that looks stupid, that's what you wear out if you're going out, and he goes, dare you to buy it, dare you to buy it. So right. I bought it, and it took, what, four months to get here? Wow, it's next. right. It's the right time, it's nice and cold. Oh my god, anyway, it's the silliest hat you've ever seen, uh, pretty warm, I might be wearing it to Spookers tonight. I'm working at Spookers tonight. That's for the right. First time in months. Yeah, almost six months. Honestly. Yeah, um, should be good. But uh, the, I mean, two things. Uh, a, the hat actually fits, which is good. Yeah. Because hats are notoriously bloody hard to get the right sizing in general. Because one size does not fit all, especially when you've got a giant head like me. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing is, it's super warm. Like, I'd be worried that you're, like, overheat at Spookers. Yeah, so just to give you the image, if you haven't seen the photo, that hat incorporates a mask that goes over your mouth and goggles that covers your eyes. So it looks like a condom for your head. Basically, all, all three coming. all three photos were, are on our Facebook page, Chris. It's good. I actually, uh, yeah, you should read the caption I wrote for that. Um, I don't know. Okay. I'm just waiting to see. Uh, yeah. All right, I'm going to look at it now. So uh, that's us for this week. Uh, we will back. Ne- we will be back next week. Actually, we've got to try and figure out when we're going to record next week. I'm sort of all over the place. You, you're out of town for a bit. Uh, yes, potentially. So uh, check us out, like us, and until next week, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.